Welcome to the podcast that is designed to fuel your success in selling technology solutions. I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, VP of Sales Engineering at Tolaris, and this is Next Level Biz Tech. Hey, everybody. This is Josh Lopresto, SVP of Sales Engineering here at Tolaris, and we are back for another episode on the Next Level BizTech podcast. Today, I'm joined by one of my favorite people, Lori Burkemper from iSimplify. Lori, welcome. Likewise. Thank you for having me, Josh. So, Lori, uh, I got a lot of good questions, um, and I want to get in. I know you've got some great data, some great deals. But first of all, just I want to back up. I want to hear the the beginning story. I think some people have interesting stories to hear. Uh, you know, I'm always kind of curious. Did you come from this space? Did you not come from this space? Where did it start? How did you get here? And then most importantly, where you're at now, who is I Simplify? Okay, well, let's see if I can go way back about 25 years. But I'm Lori Burkemper, the president and founder of I Simplify. We are a trusted advisor in the technology space, been doing business for about 13 years. Um, as an agency. And um, way back in college, I tripped into this little thing called the internet. For those of you um, about 25 years ago, that was still sort of, uh, I mean, it definitely was not day-to-day -day business practice. And email was just getting its you know, start in a, in a heavy way in the business community. And so I studied a lot in college and was able to get my first job out of college um, because I had done some basic coding and I knew a little bit about this internet thing. Um, and the company, which is now Equifax, I was hired on to be um, a business development rep, which was a cold calling person at the time. And um, while probably cold calling is one of the absolute worst jobs to have, <laughs> it is good groundwork for being able to clearly define business cases and use cases. And at the time, people were trying to learn about what the internet was and how it could help their business. So I grew up kind of always in an IP world and um, always seeking creative ways we could solve business problems by use of internet technology, but kind of grew up in that um, sales space and then worked the bulk of my career at what is now Verizon Biz, or it's Verizon. Um, and, and during that time in the nineties, you know, I had 10 business cards in seven years and there was a lot of turmoil in that business. And I'm gonna kind of lead you into how I started I Simplify. Um, it was just really cumbersome to buy technology from a major player 2015 some odd years ago. So the whole creation of I Simplify was to simplify the buying process to make something complex, a little bit more easy to digest and understand and easy to roll out. And so that's really what we do here at I Simplify. We started 13 years ago, clearly focused on managed solutions and cloud practice. Even though cloud really wasn't the, the sexy term 13 years ago, we were always looking at solutions and complex challenges and what was a whole ecosystem of products and, and services and who were the vendors in that space that could deliver on that. And so that is really the groundwork and the foundation of iSimplify. And we've just kind of built on that ever since. Love it. Love a good, love a good cold calling. You can't beat that. <laughs> oh, man, you've been, you've been in those trenches. There's no going back to that. Oh, I mean, you know, there's always somebody that's going to hang up on you and always somebody that's going to mess with you. And, um, you know, you get some thick skin through that job. So. 
So, uh, you know, we're we're on the cloud track. We're talking cloud infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that tuned into this before, we talked cloud infrastructure from Kobe's perspective. We talked um, with Paul Coteau from Rackspace to talk about how they approach the market and, and their tool sets. And so the point of today is really to go into some tracks of what this this journey has been like for you, right, now that we know your path, um, how, how to help a partner that may not be in this space, may be, uh, you know, just, just testing out this space or maybe successful in another area. I want to walk through, you know, your journey. So that's kind of what the, the thought process here will be with the questions. So, um, you know, I, I want to talk about cloud, right? Let's Let's talk about, you know, getting into your first deal. But more importantly, how did you learn about cloud and cloud infrastructure and everything that goes into that? Well, I mean, we signed on with Telaris 13 years ago. You guys have been our uh, first and our largest partner in that distributor space since day one. Um, Have always attended the summit. I think we've missed a couple of years um, for family, you know, personal reasons. But um, I think it was year two that you guys had featured new cloud networks. And they had done a, a, a huge overview of what, private cloud was, hybrid cloud, what that meant, why customers were, were now seeking a serverless environment. And really that's what tuned me in on, and, and funny enough, that was one session that I thought was most suited to a business discussion more than any product training that I'd, I'd heard. I walked away thinking this is game changing. As we saw the internet come at large 25 years ago, this whole definition of what cloud and infrastructure serverless, I saw that as, as a huge business gain and something I gravitated to, but I learned that through attending the Tlaris Summit. Love it. So message, go to events, learn lots of great stuff. Uh, and that, that's what we're shooting for, right? We're hoping to put out you know, unique content, things that make sense, where we're at, where we're going. Uh, love to hear stories like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Plus it was a pretty fun event, you know. So Stein Erickson, yeah. June isn't too bad. No, so. not, not the worst place to be, not the worst, not the worst place that's, to learn about cloud. So that's for sure. So, so anything, you know, from a uniqueness that stood out to you or anything you learned along the way in that deal that you felt valuable or did, did anything click for you of, you know, is this where we're going? Did it just feel like that was the timing just right for the customer or anything about that deal you want to talk about? Yeah. So that was probably, I was trying to think it had to be nine or 10 years ago. Um, so, yes, uh, I had a longtime client call me up. She had just taken a new position at a new company, was head of all the technology. She walked into a bunch of servers in this back room. Um, it was sort of a disaster. I think three days on the job, email went down. And she knew nothing, really. And there was sort of this third party that was helping them out. So she kind of called me in a panic saying, you know, do you have anybody? How can you help me get this restored? And I, I mean, it was just timing. I had just learned about, you know, hosted exchange at the time and backing up um, the servers and, and actually moving those into a private data center. So it was a good timing. I don't know had I been at that training that I would have known who to call. Um, and so in, in that particular sale, we were able to engage new cloud directly. And, you know, honestly, within a few short hours, they'd stood up servers and they had um, some replication going and they had restored the environment. And they were along, I mean, that, that's been a long time partner to that customer going on 10 years. And so as wow. their needs have changed, so has um, the solutions that we've delivered to them. Um, so that was kind of a timing, but I think it's just built 
along the last 10 years and, and, you know, as products like AWS and Azure have matured and we've seen this huge, you know, mass exodus to those clouds, um, we've, we've had to learn and scale up our game, right? So 13 years ago, we were talking managed networks, starting to talk UC, we, we still do, but we, we had to evolve our conversation to be able to capture what was important to the technology community. And those were topics that everybody was talking about. And if you weren't asking the right questions and putting the right solutions forth, you really weren't going to be hitting the CIO radar. So that's kind of where we've, you know, matured ourselves as technologies matured. So, so you bring up a good point that leads into the next question. You know, you talked about, you know, partners maybe selling this one thing and be really, really successful there. And then they branch out and sell this thing and now this technology. And so that, you know, they're, they're expanding that, uh, all these different technologies and going to these areas for you and, and, and for, I simplify, how has that expanding into these areas changed your relationship or what has that done for your relationships with your customers? Oh, well, I think it's a lot more fun now than to be pitted against, you know, another product by product conversation. It's allowed us to enjoy a really just a higher level business conversation and, you know, cloud means a lot of things, right? I, I don't, it's misleading to walk in and say, oh, you know, we're the end all for, you know, everything is AWS or everything is Google, you know, that's not the conversation. The conversation is what, what are you having a challenge with in your business? Where does your business want to be? Who are your competitors? How are you going to extract data out of your business to gain competitive advantage? And so those are like fun conversations. And so you know, the more we learn and the more we're um, getting access to those types of challenges, then we get to go back and really put our design thinking caps on and we engage partners, you know, like Josh, you and Kobe, we've invited you to a number of our conversations with our customers. Um, because let's face it, I mean, we've all been inside of deals before and projects, but we don't know everything. And, and there's definitely technologies that come across that we don't intimately know or haven't been privy to or worked with. So it's awesome to be able to call you and Kobe or anyone at Telaris on the, the, the bench and engage and say, you know, you guys are a little bit more, you see a lot more projects than we do. Right. And you're probably more closer to some of the portfolio than we are if we haven't worked with that provider. So we've just looped you guys into those. And it's been really fun and exciting to see um, the solutions we've come up with. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that such and such provider, but um, but usually it fits the bill perfectly. So it's great to collaborate with you guys on that. And and we we love putting you right on the line with our clients as well. Love it. No, we appreciate all, all the opportunity and all the, all the faith, of course. Um, what, is there any, I mean, we're, we're again, we're talking cloud infrastructure. Is, is there any verticals that you've seen success in um, personally, and we're going to get into deals here, right? But what are you finding that these conversations are most beneficial? Is it finance? Is it healthcare? Is it all the above? You know, what's, what's your perspective on that? Gosh, so some of our larger cloud deals have come from manufacturing and retail. And I don't know if that's just because they have distributed networks and lean teams. Um, but those have been two verticals we've, we've seen good success with. Um, we believe, and we're actively engaged with a lot of, um, technology, or I'm sorry, I've just got <laughs> phone calls in the middle of this, uh, healthcare, healthcare is another one that is rapid expansion. 
And, you know, this, when we talk about cloud, it is not to say that companies don't have some really excellent in-house talent. They do. It's just, there's not enough hours in the day and enough. There's just so many things that they're being tasked to do for the business that they find that they need some type of managed service partner or cloud infrastructure partner to take off that mundane day-to-day like patch management, maintenance, those kinds of things that allows them to really focus on the business solution or how to improve the technology and relate it as a use case for the end customer. So um, at, at any rate, I think healthcare is another vertical that's pretty hot right now that we see. Good, good. Good points. Um, I, all right, so I want to get into some really detailed example. I think the, the part of this is that I like, it's really walking through a, a situation with a customer of what did you walk into? What was the environment like? What were the problems? Did we know what the solutions were right away, right? And then ultimately getting to the end result and how is that how has that benefited everybody, including you know your relationship and the, the deal and all that good stuff. So walk us into... Uh, a, a recent a, a cloud and infrastructure deal, how it played out, how it started. Yeah, I'd love to. This has been um, a really fun collaboration between Tolaris and iSimplify, um, but we did uh, successfully help a large billion-dollar entity with uh, nationwide locations, about 1,200 locations. They were um, disengaging from a previous owner, and they had a very rapid timeline that they had to um, basically get this data out of the legacy data center. And when they first, when we first were engaged, they had a, a plan to go straight to Azure and to um, go to a public cloud environment. And the thought process was there and everybody wanted to do that. And it made a lot of sense, but the timing didn't make a lot of sense. There was just no realistic way to hit the aggressive timeline, to hit the budget that also needed to be obtained. And then there was this whole wrinkle. There was an AS400 in the mix. Oh, there's always Um, an AS400 in the mix, isn't there? (laughs) Yeah, which, you know, (laughs) with a short amount of time, I think we had less than six months to pull this off. There was just really no good, solid way to do that in the amount of time and on budget that we needed to hit. And so after we engaged for probably six weeks of daily meetings with this particular client and Tolaris did assist with that that call, the thought process was clear that we needed to maybe look at a private x86 environment and go private just to to do a lift and shift migrate out of that data center into a private data center so that the client could learn what assets they actually truly had, get a more accurate inventory. Um, That provider that we were able to isolate on, they also had an AS400 practice. So it kind of checked that big box Mm -hmm. and lo and behold, they could meet the timeline. So enormous kudos to the client from their board to be able to pull this off, disengage, meet the timeline and save a lot of money. And then also bought them some time to analyze what workloads they had, figure out if they if they do truly belong in a public or in a public cloud or if they needed to replace with a an a SaaS based software or if they made sense to leave alone. Um, so, you know, all around it's just been a really, you know, great project. Everybody's been thrilled. I'm happy to say we started this last March of 2021. We finally cut every last server over this weekend and everything is fully transitioned. The partner that was selected 
just did a phenomenal job. The customer's so happy with that. Um, and so we have a lot to thank Tolaris for because you guys helped us kind of whittle down that, you know, we take a broad list, we whittled it down and then we whittled it down again. We ran the math and they were the clear winner. And, and Tolaris uh, was a huge part in that evaluation cycle with us. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think sometimes when we go into these discovery discussions and we hear somebody has a team, you know, we think, where are we going to be able to help them? How are we going to be able to find that need? Maybe it's this one, you know, dev environment, or maybe it's this one production server that doesn't make sense to be managed here, managed there. But I think this was a cool use case where um, they did have a great team and they did have a, a, a big, super sharp team. But we found a way, we found, uh, you know, and this was even before um, some of the staffing shortages and things were as crazy as they are right now. Uh, it was somebody running lean in their mind, but still even had a team. Uh, but you still found a way to carve out this huge chunk of their infrastructure, add a ton of value, save them money in the process, and help them really be the heroes in the whole thing. Absolutely. And yeah, the, in fact, the, the team, the dates would never have been met had that client not had a, an excellent team behind them. Um, but, you know, it would took it took a little bit of, you know, spitballing, frankly, to figure out what there was different paths they could have selected. And, um, you know, I, I don't know that that this is like, oh, everybody wants to move from data center to data center. That's like not probably the, the first if you were to design a brand new network, it's not how you would do it. But given the facts that we laid out all the puzzle pieces and we looked at the long term strategy and roadmap and where they needed to be. It, it just made sense. And so that's like, I think that's a huge value of when you work with a technical advisement firm, we're there to help guide choices and help do risk mitigation and help you, you know, evaluate what those options are with the price tags. We can give you firsthand knowledge on how providers deliver and the timing involved and the complexity and the other, the other thing that was kind of a secondary decision-making criteria is we were, we were pretty confident that the provider that we selected, we had the right executives eyeballs on it. We had the right project management team with the right design engineers assigned. And we were very confident we could hit the timing. And I, can't, I couldn't confidently tell the client, the other vendors they were looking at that I, I felt that strong about delivery. And delivery was a huge component to the buying decision. So, yeah. I mean, I do think that's the value if you work with a trusted advisement firm that has been in business a while, they can give your company a very realistic viewpoint because of the experience and firsthand knowledge of rolling out and implementing. Um, that's not to say that, you know, there's bad choices out there. It's just companies work and operate different, right? And there's different escalation points and there's different processes and it's our job to guide the customer to what we think the culture matchup would, would be a better fit. Yeah. Yeah. And to your point, no customer really ever wants to hear, well, you're the first one that I'm doing this with. I, it should go well. It should go great. Don't get me wrong. We've, we've pulled plenty of those off. But when you can come from that frame of, we just did one of these. It was massive. Here's all the pitfalls that we avoided. Here's the things that you're going to want to watch out for. Um, here's ways we could save money in this process, short the cycle, but, you know, all these good things, application refactoring. So many things that just come up. Oh, oh, by the way. Okay. So for next time, for next time. So it's good to go through all that. Yeah. And you know, the other thing we look for is like depth, right? Like, are there more resources than these one or two individuals? Like what kind of resource pool are we working with? How many certified engineers do they have? What is, 
Um, what are some of their larger clients? Do we have cell phone numbers basically for VPs that we need to escalate if things go to that point? Do we have the right leadership looking over the project? So there's a lot that goes, I mean, yes, you've got to check the box that it, it it's secure and it's got the right design and the price is right. But there's other things that after living through these implementations, we guide our customers to make sure they're asking about. Love it. Um, final thoughts. So uh, as we wrap, any advice that you would give a partner and, and you know anybody stepping into this space, let's say they're successful in one area of technology, but they're considering pushing further into this, right? You've obviously got a lot of experience out of this and out of your history. What would you, uh, what would you coach a partner on, right? What are the steps? What are the you know, things to consider and the why? I think you got to scale up, take advantage of all the trainings, webinars, white papers. You need to understand the product. Um, it's not to say you have to be the product expert, but you should understand the fundamental business reasons why and how it works. Um, reach out, you know, we, we do this, we reach out to Tolaris and we talk to multiple people and ask experience and have you seen this before? Um, how has other agents, you know, solved for this? Who do you like in this space who's delivered? Um, but it goes back to the right questions. Make sure you're, you know, well-thought, constructed questions about the customer's business. Make sure you understand the why, what they're trying to accomplish. Because if you don't understand that, you're going to miss the mark on delivery. And, um, you know, it's, if you're comfortable selling, you know, contact center or network, then, then this is really, this, it's just an extension of that. Um, but, you know, realize that this is the house that the, the, the net, that everything is built around. So it has to be a strong foundation. So um, just make sure that you are done your homework and you're asking good questions and you're leaning on your partners to, to help fulfill any gaps or voids you might have on your, your own team. Well, that brings us up to the end. Lori, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. Thanks, Josh. All right, everybody, that wraps us up for this week. Cloud Infrastructure with Lori Burkemper from iSimplify. I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, SVP of Sales Engineering at Solaris. Until next time. Thanks, everybody. Next Level BizTech has been a production of Tolaris Studio 19. Please visit Tolaris.com for more information.